You know it's your boy, the, the pie guy, pie hog, Pastor Black One, and I'm here with another episode. And today I got a special guest. His name is Brandon. He go by the name of Brandon, the host of the podcast, Start Nowhere. Yeah, Starting Nowhere, you know what I'm saying? So y'all can go to YouTube and check him out at Starting Nowhere. Brandon, you know what I'm saying? Um, We're going to talk about... um. Rags to riches, a lot of evil and money, you know what I'm saying, in a poll that I did on social media. So, um, we move right along, getting started. Um, I'm going to give him a call and see if he's ready for me. How you doing? How you doing? Hello, hello. I guess it's not here. Let's see what's going on. Well, I'm going to move right along. Because the show must go on. I try to call Mr. Brandon. He seems to not be answering, so um, I don't know what to do about him, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's funny like that. Oh, he said for me to call again. Okay, okay. Let's see. Uh, let's try again, folks, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? I can't hear him. Hello? Yeah, we can't hear you. I should be able to hear him. Oh, I can hear you now. Okay. How you doing, Brandon? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Um, not too bad, man. Not too bad. Um, I'm glad I can get to talk to you today. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah. Um. I, um. We're gonna get right started, and um, I really wanted to talk about um. I did a poll on social media. Um. Like last week, and um, where it um, it asked the women, um, it said, "Ladies, um, would you prefer a rich cheater or a broke faithful guy?" And a lot of a lot of women in the comments said they prefer the broke broke faithful guy. But then um, I did a lot of research; those same women, and a lot of women said they have status where they say, "I'm chasing the bag, chase the bag." Forget love, we chasing the bag. Or they say, why would I um, build someone or stick with him while he building himself when I can have the built person right now? You know what I'm saying? So that leads me to believe they would rather put up 
with the cheater. You know what I'm saying? To me, they'll rather put up with the cheater because it's all about the money and to me. <coughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, I think those are kind of, uh, there's a possibility those are separate things a little bit in the sense that if you, you put it right in front of their face and say, hey, this dude's going to cheat on you, whether he broke or whether he rich, they're going to be like, I don't, I don't want to be cheated on, so I'm yeah. going to say no to that. But at the same time, I think what you're talking about is a lot of uh, the women that you were viewing their social media posts were talking about trying to find a man with uh, a little bit of money in his pocket. Uh-huh, yeah. I get that, I get that. Yeah, if you put it direct in their face, yeah, they might say, I, I don't want that. And then that goes to another question, An another um, scenario. They said, "Just be truthful. You never know what's gonna happen or how it'll turn out if you just be truthful." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a good, that's a good sentiment. That's something I definitely believe in. But I, I if I'm honest, uh, a lot of people, men in this particular case. Uh, aren't comfortable being honest about what they truly want because they haven't even been honest with themselves so how can they be honest with another person that is true that that is that is strikingly true oh my god <laughs> oh my god you just touched the point right there i, I really like that because a lot of a lot of men aren't true with themselves i'm saying what they want i'm saying that 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 is true and a lot of men haven't been taught how to do those things what you was gonna say? Well, I think I think it's. I'm sorry, I was gonna say I think it comes from that. Uh, if you think about like back in the '90s and the movies and stuff like that, and then even just the way that dudes talk to each other and stuff, it was always about trying to get something from a woman yeah. without telling her that's what you were trying to get from her. At least that was what was communicated. Yeah, it was trying to get something. You know what I mean? That's the problem because on both sides of the equation, both the man and the woman in that situation, it creates this kind of lie that we tell each other that, first of all, we tell women that they're not sexual creatures. They don't want to have sex. That they only want relationships. They only want security. They only want to do it with money and everything like that. And we tell them what they want, and then eventually they start believing that for themselves. And then we tell men that all they want to do is get laid, and to get laid, you have to lie to a woman. You have to tell her this. You have to tell her you love her. You have to tell her all these things instead of... But what we've realized, or, well, so, let me say it this way, what some people have realized is you don't got to lie to people, you know what I mean? Like, there's plenty of women out here who want to have sex as well yeah. without having a relationship. Yeah, you just right. got to talk to them about it. Because mm, today, today's generation and the women, the, the new generation of women is up front in your face. They want to have sex more than you want to have sex. And they, like, real direct about it, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no... Ain't no indirect ways of saying it no more. They they say, hey, I want this and I want it like this. You don't, yeah, you're true. You don't have to lie anymore. You don't have to lie. You just gotta be honest. But, but it's like I said, I think that's the difficult part for a lot of people. Let's, let's play it from both sides right, very quick. Um, from the, the male perspective, you've got to go and tell a woman what your actual intentions are. And by doing so, you give her the opportunity to say no. And I think it's what a lot of dudes uh, are scared of. Is that the woman's going to say, no, I'm not into that. I am looking for a relationship or something like that. And it's like, you need to 
respect her as a person and allow her to be able to say, no, nah, that's not what I'm into right now. Thanks for your time or whatever and stuff. And on the flip side of that, uh, I think we need to have women who are truthful with themselves. Not every woman out there is trying to have a relationship. The fact that we tell women that they're always need a relationship and need that to not be considered a hoe or whatever else uh, is part of the problem because then they end up in a relationship with these terrible dudes that they never want to be with in the first place. True. And all they wanted to do was really have some fun, which is what all people want to do. Human yeah. beings are sexual creatures, you know what I'm saying? So we're not talking about, like, only men are the ones who do it. If that's the way it worked, we wouldn't even be having babies, you know what I mean? Yeah. True. Yeah, a man would not have a baby. If if it was my choice, no, I wouldn't choose to have children. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> that is true. I, and I... I think... Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to agree with you. I was going to say I think that's real. I think that's, uh, that's honest. If the men were the ones that had to have the babies, I think there would be potentially less children. You know what I mean? Yes, it would. I, don't get me wrong. I love my children, but I wouldn't I wouldn't have chose to have them. <laughs> I'd have been like, oh, nope, uh-uh, no. <laughs> For real, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have did it. But my wife, seems. Women, I guess women, they they dream about stuff like that, like weddings and babies. And, yeah. I don't. I, as men, we don't. We just want to conquer and go. <laughs> um, I, like, like I said, for me, I, I try to get myself away from that belief system of men want X and women want X. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it really has to do with what we were told we want. And then uh, hopefully you have the, uh, the internal strength to really decide for yourself. Because I think there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of men who want relationships. There's a lot of women who don't. Mm-hmm. But we tell them that if you don't, if a man wants a relationship, something wrong with him. He's soft. There's something, there's something going on. And if a woman don't want a relationship, then, you know, we tell her she's a hoe. She's sleeping around, all that stuff, whatever. But the reality is everybody wants what they want. Yeah. And society just tries to tell them what they're supposed to want based upon, you know, what's between their legs. Yep, yep. But as a man, I see, um, as a man, as you get older, you, you start to look for a relationship or somebody. You don't want to die alone. <laughs> for real. You, you look for somebody. So as a young a young guy, you soar your oats and run wild. But as you get older, you look for that stability and somebody to, to lean on and tell shit to. I know that's for me. I don't, I can't speak about every every man, every guy. Uh, I mean, like I said. Yeah, and I'm with you. I think I think naturally, uh, for both sexes, that once you start aging, you want some stability. You don't want to be out here doing this stuff every night where uh, you're you, everything's very random. And that's not true for everybody. Some people, you know, what I mean, like George Clooney, they get married to what he was like fifty something or whatever, yeah. and he was like supposed to be this eligible bachelor. And some dudes just never get married. Some women never get married. Uh, but. I think for me, well, my main thing is when I try to talk to people, man, just be who you want to be, you know what I'm saying? Stop trying to figure out what you're supposed to be based upon, you know what I mean, your sex, your race, your whatever. Just be who you want to be. Figure that out. Figure out what you're interested in, you know what I'm saying? If if you're a woman and you want to go just have a one-night stand with a dude, that's your prerogative. Do you, you know what I'm saying? But if you're a dude and you're like 20 and you want to get married in a couple years, there ain't nothing wrong with that either. Do what you need to do. Just be comfortable with what you choose. Yeah, Don't be just do what you're supposed to do decision. because of everybody else telling you you're supposed to. Yeah, that that I, 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 I highly agree with you. Just be, be cool with your 
decision, cool and confident in your decision. Yeah, I get that. I get that. You know what I'm saying I did. Um, I I watched the show and um, I, I I liked it. Um, like um, I learned that um, you was in the uh, military. Yes, sir. Yeah, I learned that just by the interviews and things that you were saying. I learned that you was in the military. That that was good. Oh shit. Yeah, man. I was in uh, Air Force for almost eleven years. Oh, so, so you flew planes? No, 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 negative. Uh, I, I was just, uh, I supported the overall operations that allowed our planes to get in the sky and everything like that. So I did a few different jobs as a graphic artist. I worked in public affairs. And then most recently before I separated, I was a contracting officer. Oh, so you were just intelligent. <laughs> you, you did a lot of smart stuff. Uh, <laughs> That's I know how to fake it well. That's, I think that's what it is. That's what it is. Military. That was a good that's one, what you man. Gotta do sometimes. But no, man, like I said, I, I, did, I, did some, I did some fun jobs in the military. I had a good uh, good career there, but it, you know, it was time to go after uh, after a little bit over a decade. Good experiences, man. That's all you, <laughs> that's all you look for. Good experiences and memories and stories to tell your family. And that's it, man. Absolutely. Yeah, we. I supposed to have um, a a woman, too, to um, to quote to to battle or have her perspective. But every time I try to get in touch with her this week, she never got back in touch with me and stuff like that. So it's just me and you, buddy. I'm good with that. I mean, that's a shame that we didn't have additional uh, perspective on this. I always invite that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, me and you can chop it up just one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. Yeah, because I, I have... So I what's have, your perspective on it, though? What are you thinking? Man, my perspective... I, I'm old school, so... So, I grew up in old school, you know what I'm saying? So, I like it a certain way, you know what I'm saying? I, I approach the woman... Uh, it's gonna be discreet. I don't. I don't like lying. You know what I'm saying because I don't like to you to lie to me. So I'm gonna be honest. But I just like if I'm if I dig you, we're gonna be in a relationship. I don't like one night stands or none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying it ain't about sex for me. It's about your head. I wanna know where where you're going, where he goes, and all that stuff is. Saying if we ain't on the same level intellectual, then we can't be on no level. I think that's me getting older, cause probably when I was younger, I probably was a horn dog, <laughs> and I probably lied. Yeah, I lied a couple times to get what I want. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> As a youngster, I lied a couple times to get what I wanted. But my thing is only. See, I I think for me the. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I, I was just going to say, for me, man, the way that I always felt it, and the way that I always try to represent it to any woman that I uh, went on a date with or met or whatever, something like that, it's like, I have no preconceived, preconceived notions of what we're going to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I can, I can tell you I'm looking for a relationship, and then we meet, and I don't like you. You know what I'm saying? So right. we're not going to be a relationship. I can tell you that I, uh, I'm not looking for a relationship and I meet you and then 
It's like, nah, we got. I gotta lock this down. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. every situation that I was going in, the woman and our connection would determine what ultimately it would become. I'm not gonna go in there and tell you that I am or am not looking for anything. I always tell, told pretty much every woman exactly that. Told her that, hey, I'm out here trying to just have fun. And what I mean by that is, doesn't mean sex. Doesn't specifically mean something like that. If that's where we go, cool. If it's not, that's cool too. It just means let's figure each other out. Let's figure out what this relationship is going to be because no matter if you're on one date or a million dates, you still have a relationship. You know what I'm saying? You have platonic sure. relationships. You have all that type of stuff. So when you're meeting with somebody, I can't tell you what I want because I don't know who you are. Sure. I don't know who we are. I got to figure that out. So some girls I went on a date with and it was a one-night thing. Some girls I went on a date with and we've been dating now for four years. You know what I'm saying? You don't know until you go on that date, until you talk to those people. So if you're starting to shut people off because you think you want uh, X, all you're saying is that you were specifically looking for that specific type of person you want it with, or you're going to settle with somebody you don't even want that thing with. True, true, true. That is true, that's true. I never thought about it that way. I just go in, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I don't, I don't rationalize the emotional process, you know what I'm saying, the feelings or whatever it is. If I have chemistry with you and the chemistry is strong, then we might wind up in a relationship. But if I don't like you, then that would be the last time I see you. That is true. I never thought about it like that. But it's just the way it happens. Dang, that's true. So, like, yeah, if you go in already... Yeah? just honest for how we, we process those those connections, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we for whatever reason, we want to tell ourselves we are looking for a relationship, we're not looking for a relationship. And I'm not telling everybody that that's not true at some point in time, you know what I'm saying? You may just not have the time to actually give the energy to a relationship or something like that. But I think that you're always going to play it out. I don't think there's anybody who says that I'm not looking for a relationship and then met somebody that was their soulmate and they'd be like, well, I'm not looking for relationships, so I'm going to go ahead and cut this off. Like, that just doesn't seem logical. Like, I'm sure it's happened sometimes, somewhere, but most of the time, if you're with somebody and you, like, you have that real, real connection, you go, nah, this is something that, even though I wasn't looking for a relationship, now I'm going to go ahead and do this because it's feels yeah. right. It feels like something I want to do. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's definitely true. Like, yeah, you just don't know how it's going to turn out. So, yeah, you should just, yeah. It just happened. Like, relationships just happen. You don't just go out and be like, yeah, that's the one I want. <laughs> it don't happen like that. Only in a million years. But it's years. funny because... Well, that, and that's what's funny to me is because it seems like a lot of times we we believe that's the way it's going to happen, right? Particularly, again, I'm not trying to make any, any biased, uh, you know, rationalizations or anything like that, but this is what I've seen. It seems like... Women tend to have more so of a type that they're looking for than men do. True. The way that I've always said it's like men, men basically want who wants them and they're, they're like cool with. You know what I'm saying? Like, but women have just women a lot of times will have a vision of what that looks like. It's like you talked about before. For a lot of women, they've talked to, they've thought about their marriage, they've thought about these uh, different things and stuff like that. So to do that, you have to have somebody's face or somebody who's in that role and what their job is or how much money they make or what your relationship looks like, all that type of stuff. Whereas I think that again, men tend to be more present. And each of again, each of those sides of that has their weaknesses and their strengths and everything like that. But I think that's where you start to see those things come together and. It's just very interesting. I'm not saying that no men have a type. Let me be clear about that. I'm not saying that every woman has specific, like, she's so rigid. Because we all seen some woman who's ended up with a dude. You're like, really? Like him? 
<laughs> yeah, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, you never lie. You never lie. <laughs> he said, like, really? Yeah, that's true, man. You do see some couples and you'd be like, really? Hey, man, real talk. Like, it happens that way sometimes, though. Because, like, there's two ways it can happen, right? You can end up in a situation where some some people very much believe that if you have a child with somebody, you need to be with them. And so they, they sacrifice for what they feel like is that child's life, and they end up with somebody that maybe they didn't want to be, end up with. But the, the reality, I think, for most people is that you just simply give with somebody, you're like, oh, this is good. You're like, yeah, maybe they aren't the most attractive person, maybe they're broke, maybe whatever it is, you know what I'm saying, but this is good, and I don't even care. And then you start to realize all that extra stuff don't have Don't matter. even matter. That's, that's the truth. And because the relationship looks going to fade over time. Your looks and her looks going to fade over time. <laughs> so shit. Yeah, I'll be good looking till I die. I don't know what you talking about. One day you're going to be old. <laughs> you still might be looking good, but you're going to be old to somebody. <laughs> shit, they already call me OG. And I don't got a gray hair or nothing. <laughs> I said, what the fuck? I just, I'm just OG. It's <laughs> whatever, you know what I'm saying? You, you get old, so shit, whatever. But that connection always going to be the same. If you find the partner, it's your partner to the end. And so all that other stuff really don't matter. And money, none of that stuff matters because I found that money is the number one cause of relationships to fail. When you start thinking about money or you start off with money, as the agenda, it's not going to work out anyway. I, I think that one of the things that I've always looked at is relationships are two things, right? right? There's a part of it where there's something you can't describe. It's like come to emotional, it's chemical, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Like you talked about it before, like if you vibe with somebody, you spark with somebody or whatever else, there's that side of it. And mm-hmm. then there is a business side of it to me, you know what I'm saying? Like for me, I'll be honest, man, uh, I did when I was looking, when I look for a partner, I am looking for somebody who's on my level, uh, not necessarily income, but with ambition, with yeah. what they're trying to do with their life, with them having a path forward for everything like that. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to make the same amount of money, but I need to know that you're out there trying to get something yeah. the same as I am, because I'm, I'm not a type of dude who's going to sit around and be in one place for too long. And I don't mean I need to move a lot, I don't mean that literally. What I mean is, I'm constantly looking for the next promotion, if that... With my company, great. If it's another company, you know, it is what it is. Like, I'm not trying to really sit still and just, you know, fade off. I'm me always going to be pushing for something else. That's what even got me doing these podcasts and stuff like that now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I like to do new things. I like to keep trying stuff or whatever. So I need somebody who's going to match that energy, who's got their own thing they're working towards, who's trying to build themselves. So I, I do I agree. look for that in a partner. I need something like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, and I'll be honest, I'm not really trying to, uh, I'm, I'm in a long-term relationship in, been with my girl for a long time, probably gonna be with her forever. Uh, so I'm not talking like well, in a literal perspective. Yeah, I, I get if you. I'm going I get out you. there. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm not trying to be with broke. Uh, I don't want to be with a broke woman. Period. That's like, true. I'm, I'm not about to do that for me. And then again, that's how a lot of women feel. They don't want to be with a broke dude. So if you're not broke yourself and you don't want to be with a broke person, I understand that. But if you broke and you don't want the dude you with to be broke or the girl you're with to be broke, that don't make no sense. Yeah, it don't make sense to me. Fix your stuff first. How are you going to not tell somebody else they can't be broke, but you broke? That's why I said I need to know where your mind at intellectually, what level you on. Because if we don't connect on the same level, then I can't do anything else with you. Because I, I feel just like you. I'm always constantly trying to grow, like um, do different things, try stuff outside of my comfort zone, 
things like that of that nature, you know what I'm saying? So, um, if you're not like that, then um, we, we have no future. But I'm not looking for anyone either because I've been with my wife for 15 years. <laughs> Congratulations on that. Yeah, I've been with her for 15 years since a baby. Now I'm becoming an old man. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But um, it just struck me because I see a lot of things on social media and stuff about relationships and people begging the begging the Lord and God, send me my partner and this and this, but I read a lot of their posts and they post be garbage and but you ask them for something that you are not and I just don't be getting it. You know? So I had to like say say something or have a good conversation with somebody that can come back back because I wanted to understand or just get it out like, man, what is going on? Relationships are not working because I, I don't know. I just, I don't know how to put my finger on it. And it's, I see a lot of stuff. It's about money and then people want to be respected, but they ain't respecting themselves. It's just crazy out here, man. Well, I mean, and that's the other thing for me, man, is that I don't think relationships are supposed to work. Let me let me be clear when I say that. I'm not saying all. I'm saying most of them. Because what okay. you're trying to do is take two people's lives and fit them together, and the odds of that working out are very slim. That's why when you find that one person who it does work with, you lock that shit down for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? So on the path to trying to find that person you're going to spend the rest of your life with, you're going to have a lot of people that you just don't vibe with on that level and that you need to cut loose. The worst thing you can do is be in a relationship forever with somebody you don't really vibe with, but you just didn't want to have a, like, a lot of broken relationships or something like that. So I think we need to stop really looking at people who have failed relationships as so problematic. Now, let me be clear about that. There is limits to everything I say. There's limits to everything, right? Okay. So if somebody's going through a different girl or dude every weekend, yeah, that's a problem. You need to fix that. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, that's but, problematic. But if you're dating somebody for like a year and it don't work out, celebrate that they made the choice for them that the relationship wasn't right and they need to go somewhere else. You want people to be happy, they have to find the happiness. And my my opinion is you need to try different relationships to do that. You can't just shut stuff down because, like you said, they don't have, they don't make a certain amount or they don't do this, they don't do that. If you vibe with somebody, see how far that goes until it no longer makes sense to do that. And again, whether that's physical, whether that's a long-term relationship, whatever it is for you, but... We, we got to get over this, man, in my opinion. We got to get over, like, people having breakups and, like, it's the end of the world. We need to celebrate breakups in the sense that that's somebody trying to find what makes them actually happy and not settling for what did. Yeah, that's true. That That's that's actually true. That's, that's true. That makes a lot of sense. Person. Yeah, but unfortunately, we, we hate on, we like to hate on people, though, man. You like, you see, oh, girl, her relationship fell apart. Like, mm-hmm, she always got a new man. She can't keep one. Like, <laughs> She's trying to be happy. She's trying to be happy. I get that. I get that. I'm saying, uh, <laughs> he just made me laugh. <laughs> oh, man. What the fuck is that noise? <laughs> man, this is the first episode of, of my podcast that I actually did by myself. And I pretty... And I fucking dig it. I fucking like being by myself. I'm more comfortable and chill. <laughs> I like. Would you normally have a co-host? Yeah, I normally have a co-host. 
Actually, today, no, yesterday marks the the year, a year of us doing this. I'm saying I started um, last year at this time, February 6th. Doing it, I started in my kitchen with my cell phone. <laughs> then I graduated to microphones and a garage and all that stuff. So, hey, man, as long as you start, you better than a lot of other people out there. Yeah, Most so, people don't start. Someone told me that. I actually um had a conversation with Buzzsprout. I'm saying, um, we was talking, and I actually did um, an intro for one of them, for one of their podcasts before I even started this. <laughs> it's a small it's, world, like, it's a small world. <laughs> it is, man. You would be amazed what's uh, possible out there. We, we tell ourselves all the time we can't do whatever it is we're trying to do because we haven't seen somebody else do it, but it's really possible if you get out there and you start, you know, doing what you do. And the beauty of it is, like, when you go and do something, the world's going to tell you whether or not it's meant for you by whether or not you're successful at it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying you don't need to study, you don't need to find different ways to get your message out there if you're doing a podcast or whatever else it is, but the world ultimately, if you're not good, if it's not meant for you, it's, it's not going to give you the feedback you need, and then you go, all right, cool, I tried, now let me try something else. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, I always tell everyone, if you want to do something, do it now. I, I tend to run into people that say, oh, I want to do this. They have goals and dreams. And I'd be like, yeah, that's great. And then they'll say, I say, you can do it right now. All you need to do is this. And they say, oh, man, no, I want to wait till I get this and get this and get this. And then they ultimately never wind up doing it. So I always try to encourage them to do it now. Don't wait. Do it now. You know what I'm saying? You're just scared to do it. You never know if it's going to. If it's going to succeed or fail. If it fails, you didn't lose anything. At least you tried. And, and that reminds me of that saying, uh, perfect is the enemy of good. Because that's exactly what you're talking about. Like People are always trying to wait until everything's perfect to really do what they're trying to do instead of just doing it when it's good or when it's even bad, man. Just get out there and do it. Like, uh, Are you familiar with uh, Joe Rogan? Like He has like one of the biggest podcasts out there. Yes, I am. Yeah, so I, you can go back right now. I did this when I was thinking about starting podcasting. You can go back to his channel and look at the very first episode he ever shot. That shit is garbage. It is trash. And that's exactly the point. He just did it because he wanted to. He wanted he wasn't to. trying to do nothing with it. He just started. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, he was ridiculously bad. And so if you can start from, he can start from there and then go on to what he did. And that's what most people who are successful do. You go watch Kevin Hart or uh, Eddie Murphy and a lot of these other people when they're on stage. You know, at the very, very beginning of the career. They're mm-hmm. garbage. They're not what they are now. So go out there and be bad at something to get good. You ain't going to walk into a martial arts gym and be the master of it in the first day you show up or know how to play guitar as soon as you touch one. you got to be bad at something to be good at to it. To be good at it. That's what... That's, you ever heard this saying, you got to crawl before you walk? I tell everybody that. Like They always want to start and be good at it. No, you ain't going to be good at it. You might have a little talent, but you got to work on something in your craft to be good at it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I said I started in, in my kitchen in front of my computer with some red curtains with my phone. And now I got cameras, lights, microphones, mixers, and computers, and all type of stuff. <laughs> and we just upgraded. And I remember when we first started, people were saying, get out your mama kitchen and blah, blah, blah. Now in the comments, they'd be like, oh, I see the studio. It's a great look. I see you came a long way. Blah, blah, blah. In those hands, so um, 
I, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you got to start from somewhere. That's all I'm saying, man. Uh, I think we got to get people okay with being bad at stuff, with maybe failing at stuff, because I, I always try to tell people, man, the fear of failure killed more dreams than failure ever did, because oh so many God. people won't start doing something because they're so scared they're going to be bad at it, they're so scared they're going to fail, and they just never get around to actually being good at something. So you got people who could be, I don't know, gymnasts, they could be sportscasters, whatever it is, you know, everybody's different, and they just don't go through the process of it yeah some people and they're so scared of it and i think we got to get out of that man go out there and fail fail publicly and yeah. see what happens i guarantee you what will happen you'll be fine some, you make it. sometimes the fear is not the fail or whatever it's just the fear of doing it in itself you know what i'm saying a lot of True. people is just scared to take the leap all right yeah some people just scared to take the leap like um um I was scared to take the leap when I um, opened the barbershop, but it, it succeeded for me in the long run, so um, that was like the best thing I ever did, become a barber and get a barbershop. It's the best thing for me. And that's real, and that's how it is with a lot of people, man. I've done different little side businesses that I've had here and there. You know, joining the military was like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know whether this thing is going to work out, if it's going to be something good for you or something like that, but you don't know until you try. Yeah. And you gotta, you got to find that thing for you. I can't tell everybody what their thing is, but I can tell you, if you got something you're interested in, start there. Pursue See what that leads you. Because one of the things that's crazy to me is that once I opened up my eyes to doing certain things, like I would try something that didn't work, but it would lead me to something that did. It led me to a different path that yeah. now with, oh, I love this, I got to do this next thing. I and then that's the same way with a lot of things, man. Once you open up your eyes to what's possible, even if the thing you're doing currently isn't the thing, it'll lead you to something else. That that's true. That's true. Cause um, I I find myself doing different things now that I started this podcast. This podcast opened the door for me to do a lot other things than just this. You know what I'm saying like making intros for people. I'm starting to write movies, stuff like that. And I never in a million years thought I would be interested in things like this. <laughs> I do voiceovers. Yeah, that that's another thing that opened the door. Podcast opened me opened the door for me to do voiceovers for like web web series and books and stuff like that. And I I enjoy doing that. Like and that's what that's the thing, man. Like I said, you never know, and you got to be open to it. If you're not open to these things, if you're shut off from the world. The world's gonna shut off from you as well. Yeah, and it's that, gonna feel small, and it's not gonna have a lot of growth to it. That's true. <clears throat> Lisa came to the door and said she was leaving. Oh, all right. I knew I heard something in my headphones because I was hearing him and then I heard <laughs> something. I was like, I know he didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I got people coming to the door talking to me at the same time you're talking. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, I know how that go. Yeah, I try to move, move my podcast to the whole garage where it's cold to come out here and they still somehow come and find me. <laughs> you got that energy. People just trying to find you all the time. Oh, man, I'm trying, man. I'm trying. This is this is actually a new thing, having guests like you talking and um, being alone. Hey, I'm, you, you started my journey with me. So um, I thank you. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Glad to be here. Glad that I could help you out on that. Because, like I said, that's how I do mine, man. And I know how that is. It's, it's 
it's a skill. You gotta you, you gotta feel it out. It's really really hard to do, especially over the internet. You know what I mean? When uh, internet connections can be all messed up. Or, oh or man! You have people talking at different times. And it's, it's something else. Yeah, I um I actually had a lot of technical difficulties in like my first season of streaming, like um from the Wi-Fi from the house to the garage, it was cutting off, and like in the middle of the episodes, we, we would get cut off, and then we had to do like part two, so, so it was like, we don't want to do part twos no more, so I had to get a modem out here for it to go right, <laughs> yeah, this thing is, it's a lot of um, learning, you know what I'm saying, as I go, I learn and learn, try to perfect the craft, you know what I'm saying, uh, it get better and better, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing for me, man, I don't know if you feel this way, but just from talking to people in general, you grow as a person. So then the next time you talk to somebody new, you already now you have that information you learned from the last person you talked to. You have the skills that you practice when you talk to that last person. So you continue to grow as a human being in real time while having these conversations too. It's like these conversations don't just exist in podcast world. They exist in your mind. So like <laughs> I, you may say something, I may say something to you where we leave this conversation, we're like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, that makes me actually think about my life or this piece of my life a different way. Yeah, like, definitely. I, I, um, I learned, like, um, talking to people, being comfortable to talk to people as a barber. So, like, as a barber, you have to, like, talk to people or listen to their problems or, and stuff like that. In general, and you, you, you meet a lot of different people, you know what I'm saying? And um, the, the funny thing is about it, no matter what culture or where they come from, you, f you tend to find out a lot of people are just like you. <laughs> and it's crazy. Like, like, I love to meet people and talk to them and learn their story. And I think it's inter interesting. Absolutely, man. Like I said, the more people you talk to, the more you realize people are people. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they have differences. Uh, with the way they think or the way they say things or something like that but at the end of the day we're all people trying to basically do some of the similar things mm. and so I, I've learned that by traveling you know I went to the Middle East with the military obviously uh, I learned that there I, when I last a couple of years ago went to Europe with my girl oh. learned that there like people are just people man and all around the world yes there's going to be differences in culture yes there's going to be differences in the way that we dress or whatever else but they're still people they still want to you know have a family they still want to have the people they love being taken care of they want to take care of themselves you know it's all the same thing it's all the same goals at the end that's yes sir that's that's what I, I found you know what I'm saying I've been to like 25 different states out of the 50s so I, I try to go somewhere I want to leave the country and go and explore the country. My children are getting older, so now I can leave them. <laughs> so now me and my wife, we can travel and explore and see different things and learn some stuff. That's what's up. Which one of your favorite places you hit up? Um, I've been to a lot of places. My favorite place I've been, I have to say, Louisville, Kentucky. Jeffersonville, oh, Indiana. I, I like had the time of my life in them that small little place. It was like the time of my life. And I like Tacoma, Washington. I like everything about Washington and uh, Oregon. I like everything about that. 
Yeah, I haven't made my way to Washington. I went to Oregon once because I had an old military buddy who was up there, but I've never actually been to Washington myself. That's one of the ones I need to hit off the list, too. Probably hit up Seattle or something like that. Yeah, I stayed there for like, ooh, for like 10 years, over 10 years. Oh, dang. Yeah, that's where my boys was born in Washington. We're trying to get back to Washington. Where you at now? In Missouri, and it's cold as shit. It's like 16 degrees. It's <laughs> It been warm all winter, and it just decided to snow yesterday. It's fucking cold as shit out here now. You can see your breath. I got heaters on, space heaters in the garage, under here by my feet and shit. It's cold as a mug out here. I, I know you in Florida. It feel lovely out there, huh? Yes, sir. I mean, I'm originally from Ohio or uh, the Midwest area anyways, and... Um uh, once I joined the military, I got stationed in Georgia and then stationed in Florida. And then when I left the military, I stayed in Florida. So, bro, I ain't trying to go nowhere where it gets cold anymore. You know what I mean? Like, we might move to Atlanta yeah. after this, but that's about it. Because I'm not trying to go deal with that uh, winter. I'm not dealing with it. I did it for 20 years. I'm, I'm good. Fuck that. I moved back here after not being here since 2004, like three years ago. And this is cold as hell. It's cold as hell. I don't like this. I, my my wife, her family from Texas and um, Florida too. She said she just went to Florida like last year. She went for three days and she came back with an attitude. It's hot. I stayed in the house too. It was nighttime. I said I want to be where it's hot. It's fucking cold here. I fucking hate it. I hate anything cold. I don't go anywhere. People. If anybody that know me, they tell you I stay in the house. I don't go nowhere to people's house. We ain't riding or none of that. I don't like the cold weather. I'm staying in the house. This cold shit gotta go. I'm trying to move where it's warm. The warm climate. All the time. Back to the West Coast. Somewhere between Nevada and California. Fuck. It's cold. It just got cold, too. Like, it just snowed. It was crazy. I came outside, and it was snowing. I was like, what the fuck? Winter should be almost over. I know it's supposed to be like Groundhog Day or something. Do you see the shadow? It's fucking cold. That's what they said. Man. But like I said, you hear, you hear Florida, man. It's, uh... It's a whole different world, so I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that about saying? Look, he said, Florida, it's a different world. That's what they said on the, on the TV because the Super Bowl. They said, oh, it's a lovely day to play football. And then my friend said, shit, it's cold out here. My wife told him, they in Florida. They in Tampa Bay. Shit, that's somewhere we need to go. I need to get a winter house in Florida or California or somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, I used to live in Tampa. I lived in Tampa for almost 10 years, uh, 2010 till we left in August 2019 to move down here to Miami. Oh, see, you you in the place. The cost of living, I heard the cost of living and got pretty high in Miami, Florida, though. Uh, I mean, I don't have anything compared to before, but yeah, it's, it's expensive here for sure. I think the thing with Miami, too, man, is because, you know, there's a lot of different uh, high cost of living areas, but Miami is weird like the food's mad expensive mm-hmm. but like other things aren't it sort of kind of balances out but like the apartment i'm in and everything is kind of expensive but not really expensive because if, if 
you pay this much money as I'm paying for this apartment in like New York or LA or I, hell even in like Atlanta some places in Tampa like Tampa uh, has apartments the same price range as this you just don't get as much yeah I, um I I pay real cheap here for me it's cheap but people that stay here they say that ain't cheap it's high but I tell them like I came from Washington where we paid a thousand dollars for one bedroom you know what I'm saying just the studio so the cost of living in Washington is real, real high. Like you have to pay like sixteen, seventeen hundred for like a two, three bedroom apartment. That's that's high. Here, it's cheap for me because I came from where it was high. So when I tell people, "Oh, my rent is cheap," they be like, "Oh, that is high." That's because they used to being down here paying low money. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. The cost of living, yeah. yeah, on the West Coast is really high. It's expensive. I told them it's expensive. I see it's expensive to live anywhere where it's a port. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because everything's coming in. The, the the living is real diverse. We have a lot of different cultures. It's a lot of money coming in, a lot of money coming out, and for export. So, yeah, it's it's real expensive to live anywhere where it's a port at. I tend to see that. <laughs> Sometimes it's worth it, though. Like I'm saying, like, uh, I'm originally from Dayton, Ohio, and Ooh, I ain't trying to go back there. Say, I but if I want to go back. <laughs> nah, man, because if I, that's the thing, because, like, if I went to, if I pay what I'm paying right now in rent back in Dayton, I get, like, I don't know, some kind of, like, mini mansion or something like that, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. get a lot more of a house, but then I got to live in Dayton, and I ain't really trying to do that. <laughs> yeah, I stay. So. I stay in Missouri, but I stay way by the airport in the suburbs. So I pay for a nice, nice size house. If I pay this in Washington, we'll be getting nothing—a hotel room. For real. Down here, like we live in the suburbs where they jog and walk dogs and stuff. My cousins come over here and say, "Oh, how you find this house?" Cause I just called. <laughs> and I'm willing to pay with what this neighborhood acts for. Yeah, it ain't too high for me. It, actually, it's really cheap because I came from paying three times this. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I like where we stay, but I fucking hate Missouri. Because <laughs> I grew up, I grew up in East St. Louis, Illinois, and it's only 89 blocks of a whole city. <laughs> fuck we, I fucking hate everywhere around this area I try to get away from here as quick as I could but my family they like being down here it's, a, it's like a, a culture shock to them so. well I hope you get back out to the west like you're trying to oh I'm going back, back in a couple of months couple of months we going back I'm tired of being here we made a we set a five year goal and we've been here for that much time coming next month we out of here see that's what's up though that's what's important like we were talking about before man just like having a plan like actually trying to do what you want to do instead of just doing whatever happens to you you know what I'm saying so like you making a plan to go back to Washington most people don't do that most people just like they have to go back home like say Say I had family back in Dayton or something like that, mm-hmm. and I had to go take care of them or something like that. Some people would just stay in Dayton after that point. You know what I mean? Some people wouldn't even be trying to go back where they were. See, but, like, we, you're trying to go back to Washington. I respect that. 
Yeah, we made a plan to come here. The plan to come here because my mom got sick and my dad had got sick, so shit. And my kids had never met their grandparents and shit. My son, one of my sons is about to be 20 this year. One is 10 and one is 6. They had never met my parents, so we had to come here. And unfortunately, my mom passed. My dad is getting better. So now I'm ready to leave this joker. So now I'm making a plan to leave, just like I made a plan to come. I am a planner. I don't do anything spontaneous. I plan things because I like it to go right. <laughs> I get it in my mind. I get it in my mind. We're going to do this. And then I make a plan to do this. And that's how I do it. I always try to do new things, but I try to make a plan. Like when I set up the interview for you, I was planning on how I was going, what we was going to talk about and what we was going to do. Then the lady dropped out, and then that kind of messed up my plan. <laughs> but yeah, I um I enjoy talking to you, man. Like um I would love to get on your show or get you back on my show because it's so much more I can learn from you, man. Like I don't know about that. I just be saying a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I, yeah, I, I learned down, a lot down. tonight. Like a couple of sayings I'm going to be using. I like I like cool sayings that mean shit. <laughs> and it was fun talking to you. I got to learn a little more about what I was thinking. Got a little, little knowledge and intellect from you, you know what I'm saying? I would love to get a little more in-depth with you another time on another occasion. I was running around cooking. I was trying to text you, message you. I was cooking food for my family, trying to set up my whole setup in the garage. I got company over here because my friend's sitting right across looking at me, freezing and shit. <laughs> it's been a busy day. for you. Yeah, it's been a busy day. And uh, I, I guess because the Super Bowl is something, I don't even watch football. I, I fucking don't even watch it. And like my yeah, and, and that's the thing, man. Like I told you, I lived in Tampa until a couple of years ago, and Tampa is not only the place where the Super Bowl is, it's the team in the Super Bowl, too. Uh -huh. And I couldn't care less. I would hate to be in Tampa right now. I'm so glad I'm not there because Tampa is not big enough to have the influx of people it had. Uh, so the Super Bowl was here in Miami last year. Uh -huh. But because Miami's so spread out, I didn't really even notice it because the stadium's nowhere near me. But what was cool was I went to an event uh, where Jerry Rice and Steve Young were there. And oh. Jerry Rice, I mean, growing up, Jerry Rice awesome. was my dude. Like, that was a, my idol or whatever, right? Yeah. So it was cool to get to be in the same room with him. Like, I was like five feet from him or whatever. Didn't get a chance to really talk to him or nothing like that, but still. still. He was in the room with him. The Hall yeah, of Famer, Jerry Rice. It don't get no better than that. I probably would have snapped the pic of me and get him in the background or something. Look, I'm in the room with Jerry. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it for sure. That was good. That that's an awesome experience, man. Awesome experience. <clears throat> man, it's getting close to the end of the show, you guys. So make sure y'all hit those likes, those subscribes, those thumbs up, and um that bell, that notification, that ding, 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 ding. You know what I'm saying? Uh, make sure y'all do that. 
<laughs> Absolutely. And then for everybody who's listening, too, who, like me, uh, saying nonsense out here, if you want to come hear me say more nonsense, check me out on YouTube, Starting Nowhere. I'm also on iTunes, anywhere you get your podcast, you can find me there. And if I'm out there, hit me up on Facebook so I can make sure I go there. Yeah, I had plugs it before I even called you, too, man. Because I, I um, got a chance, like I said, I checked out your um, podcast. And I, wa- I watched, like, um, four episodes of it. You got a lot of episodes, though. I mean, the, the crazy thing is that I need to change this up. I'm starting to change my strategy now. But uh, because we talk, go back to what we talked about before, wanting to get things perfect, wanting to do stuff, I recorded episodes for, like, two months before I started posting them. So I got, like, a two, almost a two-month backlog right now. Like, <laughs> I, the episodes I'm shooting this week, won't come out till April sometime. Oh man, I um started doing it like that where I shoot them and then I upload them, but I had to initially buy a new hard drive, a whole another hard drive. So um I just start shooting and streaming live, like a live stream from YouTube, and then I record it through the anchor and then I set it up and edit it later. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's pretty much how I'm doing it, because I have to press all the buttons myself. <laughs> the camera button, the stream button, the record button. I usually have music in the beginning, but I didn't want to load that stuff and stream that and all that. There's too much stuff going on just to be doing it by myself. So eventually in the next couple of episodes, I'll get it all back right to how I usually have it. Bet, and then I'll come back and we'll do the whole thing again. Yep, and we can, uh, next time we can just, we can stream like, um, like you do it, like you do when you do interviews, we can stream like that, because I got, I got Melon and I got Zoom and shit like that now, so yeah, we can stream face to face. Sounds good. Yeah, man, I enjoyed your company, you know what I'm saying, that was my guest, Brandon, if y'all, um, Want to check them out more? You can check them out on YouTube at um, Starting From Nowhere. That's that's it, right? Just Starting Nowhere. Yeah, Starting Nowhere. That's what it's called, Starting Nowhere. And like you said, um, you can check them out on Facebook, catch them, all of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, once again, I'm the Pod God, Pie Hawk, Faster Black One. And this has been another episode of the Pie Hawks. Thank y'all for tuning in and, um, uh, Make sure you hit them thumbs up and them likes and all of that. You know and um, I appreciate you coming in, chilling with me for this hour, man. Having this good conversation, I enjoyed your company. Man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, man. No problem. <laughs>